happy y'all to all y'all. Welcome into the show that is all about the South, broadcasting on wonderful radio stations and in iTunes and other podcast platforms. Hello there, I'm John Raw. We're so glad you could join us here on this Tuesday edition of the All Southern Program. Our number is 803-816-1170. You can find us on the World Wide Web. Our address is y'all.com. Awesome stories on there right now. I encourage you to log on to y'all.com and you even be, can be accessed to our podcast archives there at the Y'all Show at y'all.com. Also on Instagram and Twitter, we are at y'all show. Email y'all show at y'all.com. So many ways for you to be able to connect to us here and we want to hear from you again if you want to text or call our number is 803-816-1170 coming up in hour two today we'll have sports land yep we will hear from a few of the players for the virginia cavaliers the who's are heading to the final four and we'll let you hear from a, a couple of players as they were in a very good mood following their win to advance to minneapolis so that is coming up we've got news on john calipari of kentucky he is going to be a uk coach it appears for the rest of his professional life so we've got updates on that the women's college basketball final four is set and baylor picked up a big win on monday night we'll tell you about the bears we'll also give you an update on the nba as that season is winding down oh so quickly and a look at the latest top 25 of college baseball all in our sports land you have to start hour two then we'll be joined by the barrister of bodacious barbecue matt hermans a texas tech red raider and i know he's got his guns up as his red raiders are off to minneapolis for the final four and in addition to talking a little basketball with hermans we'll talk a little barbecue and more it's matt hermans barrister of bodacious barbecue coming up in hour two later this hour we'll have our y'all political report and i actually have some audio to play your way there is a, a uh, I guess you would call it a show. I don't know if it's on the radio, TV, or just on social media, but it's called The Majority Report with Sam Cedar. And this is a, a guy that I've seen before on television, Sam Cedar, that is. And he did an interview the other day on his show with an author from Harvard named Matthew Blackwell. Blackwell has co-authored a book called Deep Roots, How Slavery Still Shapes Southern Politics. And we're going to play a portion of that interview in our political report later this hour of today's Y'all Show. Plus, we've got some other state political information to pass along and news from Beto O'Rourke. Yes, Robert's back in the news, and we'll tell you why when we have our political report coming up at the end of this hour. Hope y'all are doing well here on the second day of the work week and our second day in the month of April. Well, President Donald Trump has threatened to close the border and because of that, it's stirring fears of an economic harm around both Texas and in Mexico and really across the country. And some people thought that this could be a bad April Fool's joke when the president threatened to shut down the southern border. But no, he's serious about it. And now people are weighing in across the spectrum. Trump brought up the possibility of closing ports of entry along the southern border on Friday, and he revisited it in tweets over the weekend because of a surge of Central American migrants who are seeking asylum. Administration officials have said the influx is straining the immigration system 
to the breaking point. I noticed on Monday night, Chris Cuomo of CNN was on the border with a little goatee action, too, by the way. But that is the latest with the Trump administration pivoting from the Mueller report now to the border. And the president threatened to close the entire U.S.-Mexico border because of this forthcoming caravan headed to our country. Now, if this border was indeed closed, just to give you an idea of some of the problems it could cause, some experts say the country could run out of avocados in three weeks if the border indeed is shut down. Now, how could we live without avocados? (laughs) Of course, those are imported usually from Mexico and three three weeks. That's the report. So you can say goodbye to guacamole and avocados on our eggs, toast, and in countless other foods. And we'll see if there's a replacement, if indeed this has. I also want to point out that I think a lot of our tomatoes, especially this time of year, come from south of the border. So do we really want to get into a tomato war? Probably not. Remember, I think we had banana wars in past decades. Perhaps we are lining up for a combination of of tomatoes and avocado war with our friends to the south if if we have to remember the president is not very happy right now mainly with those other three countries i think it's nicaragua guatemala and honduras i think those are the three countries that he's he's mad about we give them so much aid and now those countries are sending so many refugees or just people wanting to come to our country for whatever reason and he's not happy about that of course he's also not happy that mexico has really failed in a lot of ways to prevent the influx of immigrants heading north through its own border so we'll find out what happens now with the forthcoming and perhaps hopefully it doesn't happen conflict at least from a tomato standpoint and avocado standpoint with mexico and the other products that will be affected if indeed the border is shut down The mayor of Baltimore, Maryland, is going on leave as a result of a book scandal. And the embattled mayor, Catherine Pugh, her office announced Monday that she's unable to fulfill her obligations as mayor due to deteriorating health brought on by a recent bout of pneumonia. She's been advised by her physicians that she needs to take time to recover. But she's also been on this indefinite leave of absence just at the time that she's got a political scandal brewing in Baltimore over what critics call a self-dealing book sales arrangement that threatens her political career. And I think this is the deal where she was paid about $500,000 in book sales over seven years to a university-based healthcare system that essentially gave her money for a book deal of some type. I I read about it the other day on the Y'all Show, but not looking good for Mayor Pugh of Baltimore and a scandal there that she's now saying it's got health reasons for the reason that she's no longer serving actively as the mayor of Baltimore. More information from Columbia, South Carolina, and the murder of a 21-year-old college student there. And we now know the cause of death of Miss Josephson, the 21-year-old University of South Carolina student who was kidnapped and killed early on Friday after she mistakenly got into a car in the Five Points area of South Carolina. 24-year-old Nathaniel Rowland has been charged with Josephson's kidnapping and murder. And the officials in Columbia say the cause of death was multiple sharp force injuries. And according to the coroner in Clarendon County, which is about 
an hour and a half away from Columbia, arrest warrants for Roland and were issued. And that was because that's where her body, Josephson's body was found there after the coroner says she suffered wounds to her head, neck, face, upper body, leg and foot. Investigators have not said what weapon was used to kill the New Jersey native who died again. Samantha Josephson dead after this man allegedly killed her after she mistakenly got into a car thinking that it was her Uber ride in the kind of bar district of Columbia, South Carolina on Friday morning early. And now she's been found dead and investigators continue their search but a a terrible story and a national story coming out of columbia south carolina on interstate 10 in baldwin county alabama on monday afternoon four people were killed after a crash on the interstate in that county the incident occurred during a police chase on the baldwin beach express according to the laxley alabama police department Early reports from the scene suggest the collision happened near exit 49. The Baldwin County, Alabama Sheriff's Office said that one of its vehicles was involved in the chase with a suspect. But again, that car that was being chased ended up wrecking and four people dying in Baldwin County on the eastern shore of the Gulf Coast of Alabama. We lost two Marine pilots in a helicopter crash in Yuma, Arizona recently. And now the Marine pilots have been identified, one from Pennsylvania, Matthew Wiglin, age 34, and unfortunately, a Nashville native, Captain Travis Brannon, 30 years old of the Music City, died when the Marine Corps helicopter went down. This was a AH-1Z Viper, and it crashed around 8.45 p.m. Saturday on the vast Marine Corps Air Station Yuma training grounds. While the pilots were conducting a training mission as part of a weapons and tactical instructor course, and these two Marines losing their life in this horrible accident, one of which again was from Nashville, Tennessee, Captain Brandon. And we thank both of these men for their service to our country. Semper Fi. Sad news from Georgia as a six year old boy in Chickamauga collapsed at a baseball field there while taking pictures with his teammates. The local TV station in the Chattanooga area, WTVC, reports that Brantley Chandler died at the end of last week, hours after suffering a heart attack. His mother, Megan Bryson, says he was with other Rock Spring Mustangs getting ready for the team picture when he collapsed. Bryson says Bentley was born with a hypoplastic left heart syndrome. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says an estimated 960 babies in the country are born each year with a heart defect which affects normal blood flow. The last photo taken of Brantley was his individual shot for the Mustangs. Sad news there. He was a catcher, and he lived in the North Georgia town of Chickamauga, this six-year-old dying with his baseball team right there with him, the Rock Spring Mustangs in Chickamauga, Georgia. A 14-year-old student in Arkansas was shot on Monday. The 14-year-old student opened fire inside this arkansas school in prescott arkansas and a student was shot and wounded in what appeared to be a premeditated attack according to school authorities resource officers responded within seconds and the injured student was airlifted to the arkansas children's hospital in little rock the police chief of prescott arkansas said the suspected shooter was taken into custody the injured student was hospitalized in stable condition and although he declined to release other details. The officials there 
The shooting occurred in a hallway at the school in Prescott, which is about 90 miles southwest of Little Rock. But a shooting once again in school, this time an eighth grader injured. We hope the eighth grader pulls out of this A-OK. We have more headlines from the natural state when we come back after this break and a rockabilly hall of famer dies. All that coming up as our headlines continue. Opportunity doesn't really knock. It pops up, barges in, or runs by at 100 miles an hour. That's why Vistaprint is getting you ready to grab it with both hands. Head to vistaprint.com right now and get up to 40% off postcards, invitations, banners, everything you need to market your business. And as a bonus, save up to 50% on every business card we make. So grab this opportunity to get up to 50% on business cards and up to 40% off everything else at vistaprint.com. Just use promo code SALE40. That's vistaprint.com, promo code SALE40. Ah, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) Yep. Feel like racing? (laughs) Hey, wait! This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Welcome back. It's the Y'all Show on this Tuesday. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back as we keep rolling with our headlines on this second day of the work week. Our natural state headlines continue, and Monday was a big day in Arkansas as casinos there began having a little money done legally. Oaklawn, that is in Hot Springs. Oaklawn Racing Casino and Resort on Monday it, it that's the new name of what was Oaklawn Racing. This is a new era in Arkansas that includes live legal craps and live legal blackjack. And 
a lot of people took advantage of the new laws that Arkansas legislatures passed in a couple months ago. And one of the bettors there was able to win some money on Monday with six live blackjack tables there in Hot Springs. And more are opening soon at Oaklawn in Hot Springs. Now, that's not the only casino in Arkansas now offering some fun. Just outside of Memphis, Tennessee, just across the river in West Memphis, Southland Casino Racing launched live games and added a whole bunch of jobs. They also have blackjack. They've got craps and roulette. And it's now considered a full-fledged casino. And visitors now can go to Southland Casino Gaming as the business there where the racetrack's been for a long time. They have the, the Greyhounds racing at Southland. Now, remember, in November, Arkansas voters said yes to casino gambling. That's the reason. Come April 1st, you have Oaklawn and now Southland in the West Memphis area adding these excitement options to fans of that kind of sport if you want to call it a sport most of you lose at this particular sport of course the Southland's going to have 40 live table games they'll have mississippi stud three card poker in addition to craps roulette and blackjack and a couple of our other guard games are expected to be added i haven't seen anything about uh, the uh, slot slot machines i'm not sure if they have that there you may still have to go to tunica if you're at southland for all of this the dog track there at southland by the way began operating way back in 1956 and southland plans to break ground at the end of this month on a 250 million dollar expansion project which will include an upgraded casino complex and a high-rise hotel this again just across the river from the city of memphis tennessee so a great a kind of different experience if you're going to be having to go to memphis for a convention or just to have fun literally five minutes away from bill street you can go to a casino and have a great experience there i bet you they'll have shuttles going back and forth into downtown memphis pretty good pretty good option and not good news for fans of tennessee tourism to have this across the river in in arkansas whoops that's the way it goes that's the way it goes in tennessee rockabilly hall of famer billy adams he died over the weekend and he's known for his rockabilly hit rock pretty mama he died saturday in westmoreland tennessee funeral held on monday in spring hill just south of franklin tennessee he was born in redbush kentucky one of 14 children and the son of a coal miner who worked in the Van Leer coal mine. That's the same place, you know, that Loretta Lynn sings about in Coal Miner's Daughter. And he went on to have some big hits in the 50s. You heard me knocking. True love will come your way and you got to have a ducktail. And he was inspired to write, write pretty Mo- Rock Pretty Mama, listening to the sound of trains near his home. And that song, Rock Pretty Mama, came out in 1957 and was included in multiple compilations of rockabilly songs and he recorded a comeback record at sun studios called legacy that was released in 2000 again we mourn the passing of rockabilly hall of famer billy adams who died at the age of 79 over the weekend now to mississippi in monroe county that is east of tupelo that is the county that has both amory and aberdeen in it and Monroe County, Mississippi, is joining a list of area towns and counties that are banning something called Kratom or Crotum, K-R-A-T-O-M. And they're banning this at the convenience and tobacco stores 
in Monroe County. Now, Crotum is an addictive product currently available over the counter at these stores in Monroe County, but during a recent Board of Supervisors meeting, language was approved to add an ordinance banning Crotum. Representatives from the Crime and Addiction Task Force of the Lowndes County Foundation requested for supervisors to pass the ban. The group previously convinced six other counties and seven cities in North Mississippi to issue bans on Crotum, and we'll see what happens there. Now, one person there that was part of this meeting was the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics, Lieutenant Eddie Hawkins, and he said that they have documentation where people have $800 a week habits that they're spending on buying these drugs and that people are now changing their drug of choice from the opioid addiction and starting to use Crotum. They're trading one addiction for another, and we've had a lot of people say this is the best drug ever because it helps with our pain but who go to a gas station, but who goes to a gas station to manage their pain that coming from Eddie Hawkins of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. Crotum is a legal way to get high, according to Dr. Charles Ray, a surgeon in Columbus, Mississippi, and it's not picked up by standard drug test, making it a liability for employers, law enforcement and health care providers. So there's a, a new one. Again, it's called KRA. T-O-M, and evidently you can find it in gas stations in a lot of our region, and it's causing problems, and some of the states and some of the counties are getting ahead of this growing legal drug at this point, but trying to make it more of a powder. This is a medicinal product in capsules and in powder, and look out for it if you don't want to become addicted or know someone who might become addicted to this particular problem of today in chattanooga tennessee a overpass collapsed on interstate 75 southbound at the i-24 westbound exchange and it caused major traffic headaches on monday so if you're heading south on spring break and you're going through the lookout city please be advised a concrete railing collapsed onto the roadway from the i-75 south interchange All lanes were blocked on Monday on I-75 North to Interstate 24 West, and that's a road that, golly, I don't know how you can avoid going through it if you're going anywhere near Chattanooga. Responders have also closed the ramp from I-75 South to Atlanta at the split. A vehicle was struck by the railing, and one person was transported to the hospital. We hope they recover and all is well there. But, yeah, again, this is in Chattanooga i-75 southbound and i-24 westbound that exchange major traffic headaches i would encourage you to check with t-dot and that's barely in the tennessee i guess right at the tennessee georgia border so be careful if you're heading in the chattanooga area coming up from atlanta or going to atlanta with this major problem from monday and not sure how much longer it's going to continue on but Go to your phone if you're lucky enough to have traffic indicated on your phone, on maps. If you have an iPhone, might want to examine that and see if there's any detours in place as of the listening of this y'all show on this Tuesday. And finally, hey, we need some good Florida news, some good funny Florida news. And where else but the Sunshine State could you read a story that starts out like this? A Jacksonville, Florida funeral home director is accused of holding funerals for pe- for for people who are not dead. <laughs> Roy Presswood Jr. was arrested last week. He's 42 years old, and this funeral home director charged with fraud and insurance fraud in connection with 
death benefits paid to his funeral home for nine people who were not dead. Homesteaders Life Insurance Company of Iowa discovered the scheme last year after determining that Presswood Funeral Home of Baldwin had been paid for funerals that were never held. The suit claims tens of thousands of dollars were paid for the funerals. The lawsuit was dropped by homesteaders in January for reasons unknown. But again, this funeral home director is accused of holding funerals for people who were not dead. I repeat, who were still with us. And this 42-year-old funeral home director, Roy Presswood Jr., there in the Jacksonville area, part of an insurance fraud and and an investigation, but the insurance company is going to walk away from this thing. Golly, that's that's crazy. I can't imagine why they would do such a thing. But uh, yeah, how would you like to be listed as dead and you're perfectly fine and happy and the insurance money went to a funeral director that you had paid money evidently to be under an insurance policy for your death and subsequent burial? And this guy took the money and uh, evidently did something with it besides go toward your burial. (laughs) Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, we have, speaking of crazy, we have our y'all political report coming up next and included in today's report. We have the majority report with Sam Cedar as he talks to the author of the book, Deep Roots, How Slavery Still Shapes Southern Politics. We have an info on, on that, plus... What else is going on in state politics across Dixie? That's our political report. It's next on Y'all. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh my sh- Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. Right now, get your first month supply for free. All you pay is just $5 for your medical consultation when you go to 4hems.com slash play. After that, it's just 30 bucks for a month's supply. Sure beats paying big bucks for just one blue pill, doesn't it? Plus, you won't need an awkward in-person doctor's appointment to get the prescription. Hims has doctors online who can prescribe the medication, and a pharmacy sends it right to your door. It's affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To get your first order for just five bucks, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com slash play. That's 4hems.com slash play for your first month for just five bucks. 4hems.com slash play. 
I can't make my living around this town Cause tricks ain't walking, tricks ain't walking no more I said tricks ain't walking, tricks ain't walking no more And I've got to make my living, don't care where Welcome back. It's y'all talk with a very southern accent with your host, John Raw. Hope y'all are doing well here as we continue on with our look at all things politics now in this segment of the show and our political headlines first come from the Commonwealth of Virginia. And lo and behold, the lieutenant governor there, Mr. Fairfax, he's back in the news as Justin Fairfax is now having one of the two women accusing him of sexual assaults saying in a response that he has been disgraceful irresponsible and manipulative in an interview that aired on cbs news on monday vanessa tyson criticized lieutenant governor of virginia for comparing himself to lynching victims when he defended himself in a speech on virginia's state senate floor in february and tyson told gail king never was it two black women lynching black men and she went on to add a whole lot more. Both Tyson and the second woman to accuse him, Meredith Watson, are black. So is Fairfax. And Tyson says Fairfax forced her to perform oral sex back in 2004. Watson says she was raped in 2000. Fairfax says both encounters were consensual. And the Democrat issued a statement Sunday saying he passed polygraph tests, questioning whether the encounters were consensual. But more Headlines for the Lieutenant Governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Justin Fairfax, after this accuser goes on CBS News on Monday. The governor, by the way, Ralph Northam of Virginia, he he looks like he's going to survive the scandal over blackface. He's out meeting with constituents all over the Commonwealth and proposing all kinds of legislation. He's actually, I think I saw where he was pushing for high school students to get registered to vote earlier this week so he is changing the narrative they say in the commonwealth of virginia in the state of west virginia congratulations to the west virginia state police force as it celebrated its 100th anniversary over the weekend and governor jim justice spoke at a special ceremony at the state culture center over the weekend to honor members of the force and the 41 members of the west virginia state police force who've died in the line of duty Families of the fallen troopers sat in the first two rows, and Governor Justice spoke directly to them and thanked them for their family's sacrifice. But again, if you're in West Virginia or you have passed through West Virginia, you know all too well the work of the state police there in the Mountain State and this organization, which started back in 1919 with men who had just served in World War II, went on to join the force and They still wear the forest green uniforms of 1919 to this day, but they've grown by leaps and bounds since then and become very diverse. More than 5,000 policemen and women throughout the state are part of the West Virginia State Police Force there. So celebrating their centennial in Charleston, West Virginia, and throughout the state of West Virginia, congratulations to all of our members of the blue that are part of the West Virginia State Police Force and to all our folks who wear blue across our Southland. 
to more state politics here we go to raleigh north carolina and it's been proposed there in the state legislature to have an online registry of north carolina's animal abusers two state senators have proposed creating an online registry of people convicted of abusing animals and this will be similar to north carolina's state sex offender registry the bill filed last week by Senators Floyd McKissick, a Democrat from Durham, and Danny Britt, a Republican from Robeson, calls for the State Department of Public Safety to launch the registry next year, including offenders' full names, mugshots, and other identifying information. First-time offenders would remain on the registry for two years, and subsequent offenses would put someone on the registry for five years. Repeat offenders would also be barred from owning any animals for up to five years under the proposal back in 2015 across the great smoky mountains in tennessee that state became the first state in the country to create an animal abuse registry but it focuses mostly on people convicted of violent abuse 15 people are now listed on the registry in tennessee now let me weigh in here this seems like a noble effort in north carolina and a noble effort in tennessee but wouldn't you like to see either one of two things happen It's not totally fair, and I'm certainly no fan of child abusers or sexual predators and or sexual, any kind of sex crime, okay? That's a horrible thing. And we have sex predator registries, and we have the online database for that all over the country now, the sex offender registry. Now, would you like to know if a convicted sex offender lived next to you yeah you probably would that's the reason for a registry of state and states across the country but wouldn't you also like to know if the person next to you was a murderer a convicted murderer who maybe served and then got out or perhaps they were a burglar or perhaps they did something else very violent but they're just not a sex offender so my whole deal here is I want to kind of defend sex offenders out there because it's not really fair that they're the only ones that have a, in most states, a registry of their crimes. Either we should have one for all crimes, which I'm okay with that, or we shouldn't have any. And I'm all for the, the, the latter. Let's just have every, I mean, it's not hard these days to put stuff out. If you are convicted of a crime, that is public information. Why not have a registry for everything? I want to know if the person next to me or even six blocks away from me is someone who is a swindler. So I know not to do business with them. And and if it comes from a state, then it's credible information. And I know that there may be some issues with privacy. But look, if you're convicted of a crime, you're no longer private. That that's public information. Now, some crimes don't get as much attention as others, and that's my whole point. We should have more than likely a registry of all convicted felons, period. That's the difference there, convicted felons. And and not just single out sex offenders. Okay? Y'all agree with that? Does that sound like a good idea? Or they shouldn't I, I don't know why. Maybe they've tried to push this before. Maybe they just don't have good lawyers. The sex offenders of the world should be claiming this this whole sex offender registry is discriminatory upon them because why are they the only ones who have this kind of thing hanging over them all the time? 
I mean, again, there are people of, of, that are guilty of this are some of the lowest of the lowest. Let's be honest. That's why they have this kind of registry. But it's not fair to all the other criminals out there, the convicted criminals. Just my one peso of info today on today's y'all show. All right. More state politics. But now we go from something somewhat credible in North Carolina, uh, proposing an online registry to Louisiana, where where else would they? I mean, did they not have enough to do in Baton Rouge? It's been proposed that Interstate 10 should be renamed Who Dat Nation Highway in the Pelican State. State Senator Wesley Bishop of New Orleans, a Democrat, has proposed renaming I-10 in that state in honor of the Saints fans. But there's a small catch. The state won't pay for any new signage from the Texas state line east to the Mississippi border on Interstate 10. Senate Bill 134 authorizes the Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development to erect and maintain appropriate signs that designate I-10 by its new name. For such signs to go up, local or private monies have to be provided to the DOTD equal to the cost for material fabrication, mounting post, and installation of each sign. According to the report, the total cost per sign cannot exceed $1,100. The Louisiana legislature convenes starting Monday for its 2019 session. So it could be a new thing there on Interstate 10 in Louisiana, the Houdat Nation Highway, a.k.a. I-10. <laughs> and let's see, I-10 does not go across North Louisiana. Now, there's a lot of Saints fans in that part of Louisiana on Interstate 20, I guess, would be that. And that's not fair to them. They would like to have Houdat Nation Highway. I already like Interstate 12, which stretches from Baton Rouge over to Slidell. They call that the Florida Parishes Highway. I think that's what it's called. Because remember, that used to literally be its own republic prior to Louisiana becoming a state. All those on the North Shore stretching over into Mississippi and lower Alabama, that was all part of the Republic of West Florida. And that's what it was called. It's the Republic of West Florida Highway, I-12, on the North Shore of Louisiana. But now they've got competition, perhaps, if Senator Wesley Bishop's proposal becomes reality who dat nation highway Uh, i don't like the sound of that i'm not a fan of the saints sorry sorry y'all you who dat nation folks now to south carolina and a lawmaker there has unblocked the man on facebook and this is a story we've reported as republican state lawmaker neil collins of pickens he had to issue a letter saturday saying he had lifted his block on alan quinn Now, these two had kind of got into a very public online altercation after the lawmaker stopped blocking this frequent critic of his on Facebook after the man threatened to file a lawsuit claiming the legislator had limited his freedom of speech. But there's more to the story, my friends. After the lawmaker Collins, he allowed the man to kind of post on his Facebook page and more. And he went online to say that he had issued a letter saying he had lifted his block on Quinn. However, Collins described Quinn as an idiot and said he will again block Quinn or anyone else whose criticism turns into threats, harassment, or profanity. 
<laughs> I guess he's allowed to call his own constituent an idiot in Pickens, South Carolina, in the in the upstate of the Palmetto State. But uh, yeah, State Representative Neil Collins issuing a letter, but also saying that the man was a darn idiot. Sometimes I kind of feel his pain there on that one. Robert O'Rourke, he proposes that monthly town halls for cabinet members will be in effect if he were elected president. This Democratic presidential candidate who recently announced in his hometown of El Paso, he's pledging to sign an executive order if elected requiring cabinet members to hold monthly town hall meetings with the American people. Now, remember, Beto O'Rourke is no longer in Congress. He gave up his seat to run for U.S. Senate and lost that effort in the battle with Ted Cruz. And now, without a job, he's going around the country trying to stir up some fun for his 2020 presidential bid. And the former Texas congressman proposed this idea on Monday while speaking at the We the People Summit in D.C. In a statement moments later, his campaign said doing so would commit to historic levels of transparency accountability and engagement from the administration and i know o'rourke has been in the south recently campaigning of course south carolina your first major southern state that has a primary in 2020 and we'll find out if robert beto o'rourke has what it takes to get the democratic nomination for president in 2020 but that sounds actually like a pretty good idea i'm not going to pick on him for this one I think all of these departments of Congress should be more transparent. And some of them, you have to wonder, what do they actually do? (laughs) I still get a kick out of Rick Perry, who's right now the Secretary of Energy. Remember when he ran for president back in 2012? And he had that whole brain flatulation about the departments that he would cut, one of which was the Department of Energy, which he's now the head of. Oh, man, boy, what a crazy, crazy world we live in, y'all. Well, here on the Y'all Show, we are so proud to be in the South. We think that you, by listening to the show, are either a fan of the South or you want to be a fan of the South, and you're just looking for just a little info to help push you over the edge and, and come out with your proud, your Southern proud nature. It's It's okay. If you want to go sing Dixie right now, feel free it's it's the south and darn it you should if you want to have that big old glass of sweet tea you go do it you go open you up a moon pie go cut on some bluegrass or blues music it don't matter we just we're just glad that you're part of us here in the south or you're a southern uh you're living vicariously through us here in the south that's just fine okay well they're doing that up north there's a show that's on YouTube, and I've, I've seen this man interviewed on MSNBC before, Sam Cedar, S-E-D-E-R, and he is the host of the Majority Report with Sam Cedar, and just the other day, he had a featured guest come on his show. It's a author named Matthew Blackwell. Now, Blackwell is a government professor at Harvard University in Massachusetts. And Blackwell has co-authored a new book called Deep Roots, How Slavery Still Shapes Southern Politics. Here in our Y'all Political Report, I want to go in and listen to some of the conversation that Sam Cedar had with Blackwell when he was on his show the other day. And perhaps you can take some of this info and say, hmm, that sounds really amazing. I'd never thought of that before. Or perhaps you want to just laugh out loud at both Cedar and Blackwell for what they have to say. 
because as i said blackwell is up at harvard and cedar is somewhere in the northeast i think he's in brooklyn is where he's based but his show is called the majority report with sam cedar and here is their conversation about the book that blackwell co-authored deep roots how slavery still shapes southern politics if you have the highest concentration of of uh slaves to uh non-slaves to presumably their you know their owners or those who are sort of like enabling their owners um and that uh, you can see that in voting patterns uh, 200 240 years later i mean almost right uh that that what um or 200 years later or, or i guess maybe closer to 180 but what how does that uh, match up in terms of figures? Is that because you had a lot of um, um, of, of uh, former slaves leave the area? Or, I mean, how does that translate? Or are you looking at the granular numbers, not the results from the, the county, but how the white population voted? Yeah, so that's the key thing here, which is actually kind of it's interesting to look at, because if you look at a map of how the South votes and you and superpose it on... Uh, one of these maps of the density of slavery, what you'll see from it is it looks like that the the, the former, the, the black belt, the, the the cotton belt that kind of goes down through the southern states, the deep south, if you look at that that area now on, on you know, kind of the red-blue typical maps you see on TV and things, that that's actually pretty deep blue. And, and the reason for that is these former uh, slave areas also happen to be places where they're ne- not happen to be, but as a direct consequence of this, are, are places where there are uh, relatively dense uh, populations of African Americans today. Um, and so you do see that the, if you just look at the kind of the vote, it looks like those areas are more liberal, and they are because because there are large proportions of African Americans. But what so we wanted to do is actually tease this out for for whites because we thought you know that those are the people for which we think that this kind of mechanism, this kind of kind of path that behavioral path dependence could really act. And so, yeah, so a lot of what we do in the paper and, and the book is trying to figure out, you know, how can we find this out for, for white folks in the South? And, you know, we do that in a couple of different ways. One is to, to get um, relatively recent big surveys that ask a lot of questions of a lot of people so that we can get huge oversamples of, of Southern whites to kind of really get a sense for the geographic dispersion of their, their attitudes. And we also um, use election outcome data, uh, election kind of vote data, and combine it with um, some data from the voter file in terms of turnout by race, which you can get in the South, or you could get in the South when the, the Voting Rights Act was, 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 Pat was still working. And you can use that information to kind of back out what you think the, the white vote is in these areas. And, um, and so that, that's kind of help also helped us. So, so we're really focusing on, on white folks. And so we're the, the kind of idea is that some of these families that have been that have passed down these things over time um, are because throughout the generations, at least among among uh, white people in the South. And from the show, the Majority Report was Sam Cedar. That was Cedar there interviewing Matthew Blackwell, one of the co-authors of the new book, Deep Roots, How Slavery Still Shapes Southern Politics. That came out last year. In case you're wondering about Mr. Blackwell, Professor Blackwell, who teaches at Harvard, here is his curriculum vitae. He actually got his undergrad degree from UCLA in Los Angeles. He got his PhD in political science from Harvard, and he's been employed at both the University of Rochester and at Harvard University as he's a, an associate professor there in the Department of Government. So 
Nowhere in his professional background has Professor Blackwell been down here in Dixie. So how dare he say things about the South, good or bad? He, hey, Matthew, you need to come down here and spend some time. You need to get out of Harvard. Okay, my boy? All right. Well, that is the Y'all Political Report here on this Tuesday edition. Hope you enjoyed that. Again, the book, Deep Roots, How Slavery Still Shapes Southern Politics. Interesting stuff there. When we come back in hour two, it's going to be sports land yap. ACC, SEC, Big 12 teams, three of the four final four contenders are from the South. We've got info on that. You'll hear from the Virginia Cavaliers basketball team after they got their big win to go to March Madness's Final Four. Plus, we've got an NBA report and some Major League Baseball notes and more. All that in Sports Lanyap Plus in Hour 2. We'll have Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. He's got his guns up, and he's here to also talk a little cue. All that is ahead on Y'all with John Rawl. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applied. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Sports Land Yap on the Y'all Show is here, and we are so glad to talk a little sports from all walks of life as we start the second hour of our Tuesday show. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent on Twitter, on Instagram. We are at Y'all Show, and our website with some incredible stories for you to go peruse is y'all.com. We start our sports landing today in SEC hoops, and the University of Kentucky has sealed what appears to be a lifetime deal for head basketball coach John Calipari. He's set to finish his career in Lexington coaching Big Blue Nation. The school announced this on Monday. The Kentucky has agreed to a contract extension with Cal that will see him finish out his career with UK. Calipari confirmed the news on his radio show he said, quote, where else would I want to coach? Cal has been in contact with UCLA about the school's opening there, and he'd been offered $48 million over six years. But he evidently, he's turning that down to stay in Lexington and coach the Cats. Cal, whose current contract at UK runs through 2024, is the highest paid basketball coach in the country, making $9.2 million a year. And he also receives a reported retention bonus of $2.6 million in each of the next three Julys. Not a bad payday for a guy who, let me remind UK Nation and everybody else in college basketball, he's only won one national championship. He has been to four Final Fours with Big Blue Nation, 2011, 2012, 2014, and 2015. He only won the Natty in 2012. And remember, 
UK just lost to Auburn, and Auburn goes now to the Final Four. So Kentucky has only won one time with Cal, at least a national championship. And prior to being at Kentucky, yeah, he went to the Final Four with both UMass and with the University of Memphis Tigers, but he had wins vacated by the NCAA because of it. His team lost to Kansas back in 2008 in the national championship game, and then Memphis was forced to vacate all 38 wins from the season because Derrick Rose, his SAT scores were invalidated. And Cal's UMass team, which made a Final Four appearance way back in 1996, those wins were erased after it was determined that player Marcus Camby had accepted money from two sports agents. So some dirty, dirty stuff surrounding John Calipari's program. Whether he's guilty or not, that's just the facts. And I can't believe this man makes that much money and he's only got one national championship to show for his effort. I know he puts people in the seats, but I think Kentucky fans would be there regardless. But at least for the time being, Kentucky is stuck with Coach Cal, and he will be leading Big Blue Nation. UK went 30-7 and this season, and they got a number two seed in the NCAA tournament, going to the Elite Eight before Auburn knocked them off in overtime on Sunday, 77 to 71. By the way, John Calipari Perry making that cool $9 million a year. He is 60 years old. Seems like he would be older than that with that kind of dough. But now he's only 60. So he's got a lot of coaching left in him if, if he wants. And according to this contract extension that was agreed to on Monday, he's set to be Kentucky's coach for the rest of his life or however long he wants to coach college basketball so i guess we should say congratulations to the uk skipper as far as the teams that are in final four fun this year we have the times and the opponents set for saturday as auburn and virginia are the first game of the day in the basketball semifinals from u.s bank stadium in minneapolis the tigers and the who's tip off at 609 central or rather 609 eastern 509 central That's the first game of the Final Four pairings on Saturday. And then on the late game on Saturday, you have Texas Tech and Michigan State. They tip off at U.S. Bank Stadium at 849 Eastern, 749 Central, Red Raiders and Spartans. So again, three of the four teams participating in this year's Final Four are from the South. And congratulations to the Red Raiders out of the Big 12, the Auburn Tigers from the SEC and the Who's, the Virginia Cavaliers out of the ACC. Let's go hear a little love for Virginia's basketball players. They were quite wordy after they punched their ticket to take on Auburn in the Final Four. And let's go to the press conference they had just after their big win over Purdue over the weekend. Um, yeah, what Kyle said about the guys that came before us is 100% correct. Um, they built a foundation. Um, they built an amazing foundation. You know, you think of all the guys that came before us and just the teams that were so close and, you know, showed you just how difficult it is to, to get to the Final Four and um, how many times Coach Ben has been a one seed or a two seed and has had so much regular season success. And to, to be the team that gets him to the Final Four, um, I think that's what means the most because, you know, he's believed in every single one of us. Um, he has our best interest at heart on and off the court. Um, and he's a, a great person. And, to finally uh, quiet the critics <laughs> feels great. I'll say the same thing, but uh, I'm going to add 
the fact that coach is a and he's, a, he's an amazing coach he kept working on the same things again and again you know although he was losing and coming back the next the, the following year and probably not having the same success but he kept doing the same thing again and again and today right now he's paying off and that was a couple of Virginia's key basketball players in a celebratory mood after Virginia took care of business against Purdue and march on in the final four and the number one they're the only number one seed showing up at this week's final four in Minneapolis congratulations to Tony Bennett and all the Cavalier Nation for getting back to the final four for the first time since 1984 they're in there for the first time in 35 years. Auburn has never been there, and Texas Tech has never made it to the Final Four, and those three Southern teams will be your participants this weekend in the Final Four. Great job there. Now, are you ready for some Nashville college basketball news? Well, we have that for you on a couple of different fronts, and that's hard to do. But, yeah, let's tell you about what's going on in Music City in terms of college basketball. It appears that NBA legend – Jerry Stackhouse is in talks with Vanderbilt to become its next head coach. And he's an assistant coach with the Memphis Grizzlies. He was the head coach of the Raptors 905 G League team the past two years. And he was named the D League Coach of the Year after leading the team to a title. And now Vanderbilt, the athletic director Malcolm Turner of Vandy, is in talks to perhaps bring Jerry Stackhouse to West End to coach the Vanderbilt Commodores. Now, those two, two, they actually know each other because Malcolm Turner and Jerry Stackhouse were both part of the G League. Turner was the president of the G League. Stackhouse played 18 seasons in the NBA before retiring back in 2013, and he earned two all-star appearances, and he was a star for two seasons at UNC, named a consensus All-American in 1995. Now, if indeed he is hired at vanderbilt stackhouse would replace a college basketball legend in bryce drew a legend mainly because of one shot that he had when he played at valparaiso and they took care of the rebel land sharks of ole miss in the ncaa tournament and a miraculous shot by drew at the buzzer in oklahoma city but drew was fired in march after three seasons at vandy this year vanderbilt did not win one single sec game they lost all 18 games in conference play and then Vandy lost their SEC tournament appearance game held in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. So perhaps Jerry Stackhouse coming to coach Vanderbilt. And that would be something else because there's not too many big celebrities that coach college basketball, but we've actually seen more added in the last few years. In fact, in Tennessee, not only do you have the potential of Stackhouse being hired at Vanderbilt, but just down Interstate 40 in Memphis, Penny Hardaway is the head coach of the Memphis Tigers of the American Athletic Association, or whatever the heck it's called, the American Athletic Conference, AAC. Uh, it, it gets confusing when they have a, an alliance of American football team also in Memphis. So don't pick on me too much. The American is its common nickname. So what about having Stackhouse in Nashville, Penny Hardaway in Memphis? And then you have, in recent years, Patrick Ewing, took over the head coach of his alma mater, the Georgetown Hoyas in D.C. So that's pretty neat. And then you have Chris Mullen is the head coach of St. John's. The Red Men slash Red Storm have him as a head coach. So some of those classic basketball players of the 80s and 90s now coaching, that's kind of a cool thing. And and they're coaching college basketball, which is always a, a nice thing, especially with the turnover they have on the NBA level with coaches. Some of those 
college basketball coaches other than Bryce Drew usually stick around more than three years. But we'll see if, indeed, the athletic director at VU pulls the trigger on Jerry Stackhouse to be the new coach of the doors. Now, more college basketball news from Nashville. And just on the other side of 21st Avenue, we have news coming from Belmont as head coach Rick Bird is retiring after leading the Belmont Rebels and Belmont Bruins for 33 seasons. And he took over the school back in 1986 when the program was still in the NAIA. And he said in a statement that for the past 33 years, it's been his privilege to work with and for a remarkable community of men and women at Belmont University. Throughout my tenure as men's basketball coach, our program has received great support from Belmont's administration, faculty, staff, and students. For this, I am forever grateful. Now, Bird led Belmont to eight NCAA tournament appearances, including a win over Temple in this season's first four. Remember, Belmont did punch their ticket into the March Madness with that win and went on to play in the NCAA tournament where they lost to Maryland in the first round. Belmont won five OVC regular season titles in the past seven years after winning the Atlantic Sun title in the Bruins' final seven years in that conference. I'm sure the Atlantic Sun was very happy to get rid of Belmont. And remember, remember that year Florida Gulf Coast had that incredible run in the NCAA tournament? Well, that program is in the Atlantic Sun. So they may you may never have heard of Florida Gulf Coast if Belmont had stayed in the A-Sun and instead jumped to the OVC which has a lot more teams in Tennessee, up into Kentucky, and even the Jacksonville State Gamecocks are in the OVC. By the way, I was just in Jacksonville, Alabama the other day, really the first time I'd ever been on that campus, and I was impressed. Great basketball facility. I saw their baseball stadium. I saw their football stadium there. And the Gamecocks have been a wonderful college football team, even playing for the national championship, I think, three years ago. But yeah, go Gamecocks. Not the ones in Columbia, but the ones in Jacksonville, Alabama. But their fellow AOVC team, the Belmont Bruins, going to have to get a new coach as 65-year-old Coach Bird ends his career with 805 victories, which ranks 12th all-time among Division One head coaches. A very good job there, Coach Bird. He's among the 2019 nominees for induction into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, and something tells me that Coach Bird will be going into some kind of Hall of Fame soon after 33 years and 805 wins, skippering the Belmont Rebels and then the Belmont Bruins when they got politically correct there on Music Road. Now, there's another team that plays college basketball in the Music City just down Granny White Pike from Belmont. That's the Lipscomb Bisons, and Lipscomb is in the semifinals of the NIT tournament. And tonight, Lipscomb takes on Wichita State in Madison Square Garden. That's the early game. It's a 7 o'clock New York time start, 6 o'clock West End, Nashville, Granny White Pike time start. Lipscomb, good old Church of Christ school, and the Shockers out of Wichita, Kansas. That's your first game in the NIT semifinal. Then the late game from Madison Square Garden features a pair of teams that know each other all too well. It's TCU and the Texas Longhorns in the NIT semifinal, the not-invited tournament. And here you got two Big 12 teams that are rivals in the Lone Star State in a semifinal contest. The winner goes on to play the winner of the Lipscomb-Wichita State game in Manhattan. So, some NIT action. If you are craving college basketball, you can get some tonight 
and even on i think thursday is the championship of the nit then you've got the final four from minneapolis this weekend so do not fear you'll have plenty of good basketball to choose from now to women's college basketball the baylor bears punched their ticket to the women's final four baylor defeated iowa 85 to 53 so congratulations to the waco based school and they're moving along to try to win another national championship it's been a few years since they took home a a natty back to the brazos and we wish baylor the luck they're the only southern team by the way that has a chance to win in the women's college basketball tournament so kudos there baylor bears all right let's look at the latest Division one of top 25 college baseball baseball rankings that came out. This from D1 Baseball. And I don't know what's going on, but we're seeing some West Coast schools lead in college baseball right now. UCLA ranked number one. Stanford ranked number two in the latest Division one baseball top 25 poll. But luckily, the SEC and ACC come to the rescue. NC State ranked in the top 25. The Pack are number three. Coach uh, Elliott there in Raleigh doing a great job this year. Avant, I believe is his last name, Elliott Avant of NC State. And the number four team of the country, the Georgia Bulldogs, great rebuilding job there in Athens. And the Dogs are in fourth position in the top 25. The Vandy Boys are number five. Vanderbilt ranked number five. The defending national champion, Oregon State Beavers, are sixth right now in the D1 baseball top 25. Mississippi State and their head coach, Chris Lamonis, he's in his first season in Starkville. The Dogs are number eight in the latest top 25 rankings. Fellow SEC opponent, Texas A&M, comes in at number nine in the poll. Dan McDonald and the Louisville Cardinals are ranked 10th in the new poll. Congrats to the Americans East Carolina Pirates. They are ranked 11th in the poll. The Texas Longhorns are 12th. LSU is number 13. Arkansas, which dropped a home series to the Mississippi Land Sharks this weekend, they fall to number 14 in the latest poll. The Auburn Tigers, golly, they're okay on the football field. They're really good on the basketball court. And Auburn's baseball team is ranked number 15. So all good on the plains right now, Auburn in the top 15 of college baseball the unc baseball program they're at number 16 in the latest poll the red raiders of texas tech you know they're in the final four for basketball here they got a pretty good baseball team i don't think their football team did very well last year i know they didn't they fired the coach kingsbury's now how about this you're the head coach of texas tech you don't even have a winning season you get fired and then two or three weeks later you get hired as the head coach of the arizona cardinals of the nfl not a bad gig for Cliff Kingsbury there. Uh, yeah, Texas Tech, 17 in the latest college baseball poll. The Mississippi Land Sharks, after that big series win at Bomb Stadium in Arkansas, they go back to the Shark Tank, ranked number 18 in the latest top 25. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers out of Conway, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach Light, I call it. And CCU, which was a national champion about three years ago. They are ranked number 19 in the latest top 25. The Gators of Florida are 21st in the poll. Clemson is 23rd. Oklahoma State, 24th. And the Horn Frogs of TCU are ranked 25th in the latest D1 baseball top 25. And more good series coming your way this weekend. Some conferences now are just about to the halfway point of their conference play. Believe it or not. We're only about five weeks away from some of the tournaments going on for these conferences in college baseball. So baseball, 
we just are closing up basketball and baseball at least from a college perspective is quickly quickly speeding along it will be here before you know it the conference baseball tournaments in mid to late may now speaking of baseball former texas hurler clayton kershaw he's going to start pitching on opening day but not for the los angeles dodgers he's going to be pitching for the opening day of the oklahoma city dodgers and he's been sent down for a rehab assignment and he'll pitch thursday for the dodgers triple a affiliate and that's when the team opens its minor league season oklahoma city dodgers i had no idea they changed their name they have not been the oklahoma city dodgers all that long now he threw a three inning simulated game from dodger stadium on saturday then threw another inning in the bullpen the minor league rehab start could be his final step before his 2019 debut if that ends up being the case and kershaw stays on normal rest he should start on april 9th on the road against the st louis cardinals and he's been behind schedule after experiencing some shoulder inflammation early in spring training thus the reason the dodgers are sending him to okc and a chance to rehab i love it don't you love it when these big time players go to the minors and have a chance to play i mean sometimes they send them all the way down to the single a which is pretty hard to to fathom why they would do such a thing but yeah that that is often the case and i think it's more of a publicity stunt it's really a thing to help boost the minor leagues in my non-mlb expert opinion by the way the oklahoma city dodgers that has been the name of this team since 2015 before that they were the oklahoma city red hawks for a number of years and for a long time from 1962 to 1997 they were the oklahoma city 89ers and they've won league titles in 63 65 92 and 1996 and they play in the triple a pacific coast league and again with the dodgers and they've been assigned with the dodgers since they changed their name to the okc dodgers back in 2015 before that they'd had a long history of being with both the rangers and astros so there's your minor league baseball talk of the okc dodgers I still kind of find it a little weird that any team would take on the Major League Baseball team's nickname, at least on the minor league level. Most all of our minor league teams have taken on a cute nickname these days, mainly because they can carry that nickname on in case there's a change of affiliation with the Major League Club. I think that's just smart. But when you brand yourself the Dodgers, you kind of are in bed with the Dodgers. So next year, if they want to switch over and be a different team, something tells me they're they're going to have a, a different name. By the way, they play at Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark in Oklahoma City, in case you're wanting to check out this downtown Oklahoma City venue. It costs $34 million when it was built back in the late 90s, and it seats just over 13,000 for OKC baseball fans. So there's your baseball ballpark info here hey it's the start of a new season so we're excited about baseball both on the college level and the mlb level now before we wind up this sports land yet where we kind of look at all things sports here on this tuesday a quick look at the nba and the bucks are in firm control of the eastern conference toronto also there philadelphia as far as southern teams that are having a fighting chance of playoff the Miami Heat right now are in eighth place in the Eastern Conference. Orlando's just behind them as well as the Hornets. I don't think the Hornets are going to be able to catch up and get in the playoffs, so they're going to be left out, it appears. 
the Hawks have been dead for a while. So that is a quick look at your Eastern Conference. Western Conference, the Golden State Warriors have a one-game lead over the Nuggets right now. They have firm control. Houston also having a wonderful season on the hard court. OKC right now appears to have secured that last spot. And I think, actually, in the Western Conference, all eight positions have been settled. The Spurs are in seventh and right now, and the Thunder in eighth. So those two teams did make the NBA playoffs. Sad news for Pelicans fans, sad news for Mavericks and Grizzlies fans, as your teams were in the bottom of the standings of the NBA this year. Better luck next year, and I'm sure there will be a lot of off-season transactions to improve those teams here in the next few weeks and months. But that is a quick look at your NBA standings with only about five games left in the regular season, and then it'll be like a five-month postseason for the NBA. That's why I don't really follow the NBA that close. It is too long, and they have too many games. And honestly, on ESPN, they just spend way too much time talking about the same old teams, the same old players. And here on the Y'all Show, we don't really talk NBA all that much. If there's a reason to, we will. We focus mostly on college sports, but we we give the other sports some love, even our professional sports, from time to time. And on Sportsland, yet we certainly don't mind talking about it here on the Y'all Show. We also don't mind talking a little barbecue. And when we come back, the barrister of bodacious barbecue, Matt Hermans, is our special guest. He's lined up, and he's got the grill a-going And we'll find out what he's going to have up his old grill sleeve when the Y'all Show continues on this Tuesday. It's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Opportunity doesn't really knock. It pops up, barges in, or runs by at 100 miles an hour. That's why Vistaprint is getting you ready to grab it with both hands. Head to Vistaprint.com right now and get up to 40% off postcards, invitations, banners, everything you need to market your business. And as a bonus, save up to 50% on every business card we make. So grab this opportunity to get up to 50% on business cards and up to 40% off everything else at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code SALE40. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code SALE40. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) Yep. Feel like racing? (laughs) Hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
They say Saturdays are for the boys. Well, Tuesdays are for the boy that knows all things barbecue. Welcome into Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. And yes, that fella is the barrister of bodacious barbecue, Matt Hermans. He joins us to talk Q, but Matt, you better have those guns up, sir. <laughs> they are up as far as they can possibly go, John. They cannot. They, my guns cannot go any further up, let's put it that way. Well, I know some people out there like to have what's called a gun show, flexing their muscles. <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. what we're talking about with you. Texas Tech is headed to the Final Four. They join Virginia, Auburn, and Michigan State in Minneapolis. What a wonderful job by Coach Beard and the Red Raiders this season. And he had an Elite Eight team last year. So where in the world did Texas Tech and basketball supremacy, how did this come to be, Matt? Man, uh, Chris Beard. I mean, uh, there's no, really, there's no other way to explain it. I mean, uh Texas Tech had some basketball success uh, under Bob Knight. They had a couple tournament appearances back uh, during those days. But uh, that was a uh, different thing. That was a collection of kind of, uh, you know, blue-collar, hard-working, hard-working players that uh, nobody really cared about. And then uh, Bob Knight, who's a coaching uh, legend, of course, kind of whipped them into shape and kind of an underdog team that went to the tournament and, uh, Coach Beard has really created something different uh, in Lubbock as well. This is uh, not exactly the scrappy underdog story that, that you think. I mean, he's got two lottery picks uh, in two years at Tech, and got blue-chip guys coming in. And there's a top-rated recruit uh, that came in this year, hadn't been able to even break the, the starting lineup. Uh, I'm sure he will next year. But And then he's been doing a heck of a job, so it's kind of a different story. Not not so much a Cinderella story, more of a uh, you know Coach Beard is bringing in elite talent, particularly defensive uh, ability. You know, with the number one defense in the country uh, all year. So, I think it's a combination of, of being able to recruit top level talent to Lubbock and, and uh, recruiting guys who were specifically uh, you know bought into selling out 100 uh, percent to play top level defense. It's been quite a quite a story. He's a been a heck of a heck of an addition to the coaching staff there and, and i don't know he's chris beard that's my two-word answer chris beard <laughs> well remember if you're listening to us and you haven't kept up with tech throughout the basketball season they won the big 12 they also last week knocked off gonzaga to advance to the final four gonzaga a number one seed so this has been a surprising team now they roll into minneapolis with another surprising team in auburn and unfortunately, these two teams won't meet in the first uh, Saturday round of games as the Red Raiders will face off against Michigan State. Auburn and Virginia will be the opponents come Saturday, but should make for a great Final Four. And I'm so excited, Matt, that we've got some fresh new blood in the Final Four. Other than Michigan State, the rest of these three teams, two of them have never been to the Final Four in Auburn and Texas Tech. Virginia, it's been 1984 since they were last in the Final Four. So if you're a college basketball fan, you gotta you got to at least like the fact that things have diversified. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I mean, not just because my, you know, my alma mater's in there as well, but yeah, I, I think it's great to see. And there's no, you know, there's no, uh, there's no mid-major schools or, or true Cinderellas, but you know, there are Power Five conference schools that have never been there before. I, 
I'm surprised, and uh, you know, maybe that's just they've been they've had some very very good teams over the years. I was surprised to hear Virginia hadn't been to the Final Four since the '80s. So uh, you just explained that too. But I, for some reason, if you would have asked me, I would have said, "Oh yeah, they've been to a couple over the last you know 10, 15 years." But uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I would say Michigan State being kind of the uh, the blue blood in there to uh, to hold uh, hold that. And, but, uh, and Michigan yeah, State's only won two titles, 79 and 2000. They yeah. lost the 2009 championship game. But, yeah, you've got some teams who aren't necessarily the the standards of college basketball, and I think that's a great thing. It makes someone like me want to tune in and watch. I don't need to see Duke play another national championship game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't if my uh, – you know, if my team loses on Saturday, I'll probably still watch the rest of it just to see if somebody like, uh, you know, Auburn or I guess even Virginia could uh, take home a title. That's pretty uh, pretty rare in college basketball. I mean, you got six, six or eight teams that, that ever win the thing. So it's pretty, uh, pretty cool to have other teams in there to get a shot, I think. You're right. We're talking with the barbecue and basketball barrister here on today's Y'all Show. It's Matt Hermans, and we will get to some swine talk momentarily. But, hey, when Texas Tech punches its ticket to the Final Four, we've got to give them the proper salute here on the Y'all Show. So where were you Saturday when they made it to March Madness's Final Four, and what will you be doing to celebrate their appearance there this weekend? Yeah, so I was uh – I was sitting on the couch uh, with my wife and a, uh, a supply of frosty uh, beverages. And uh, you oh, know, you, you went down to Wendy's and got a bunch of frosties. Is that what you said? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. And um, yeah, I was just hollering at the uh, I was hollering at the TV screen and uh, you know screaming about some different calls and you know being uh, being nervous, kind of hanging on at every basket that was kind of the one of these basketball games where each feels like each bucket is, is determinant of the game so no if i was at my house uh with uh, with my wife just watching it uh, uh by myself I, I, but it's something like that i like to just sit there by myself and watch it now the final four game i may go out with some other uh fellow compatriots and uh you know do that at compadres yeah, yeah, you know, whatever you want to call it, some buddies <laughs> that make some other, you know, some some friends who may have the same rooting interest as me, and uh, go out and have a good time there because that's pretty, you know, just getting to the final four of the celebration, win or lose. So uh, that's what I'll probably do this next weekend. I'll probably watch it somewhere with some other folks. Well, let me clarify for our listening audience, Matt, who are sitting there thinking that the Mrs. Barrister. We feel sorry for her that she had to sit there and watch you watch a college basketball game on Saturday. Now, little do people know that Mrs. Barrister probably is a bigger basketball and sports fan than you are. Yeah, she's certainly as much. Yeah, she. Uh, we both uh, we both graduated undergrad from Texas Tech, so we have we have aligned rooting interests, and uh, you know she may. She may get into it as much as I do, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it was a good time. Put it this way: there was some there was some hollering going on in the household, and not all of it was for me. Well, that's a good point. But I have to say, as a guy who's envious of you, Matt, 
you might just have the perfect wife. She's beautiful. She's a southern girl. She obviously likes barbecue because she's married to you, and she's a sports nut. So I don't know if it gets much better. Yeah, I, I can't complain, although I'm glad. I hope she doesn't hear this. She doesn't to, her head doesn't need to get too big about it. <laughs> no, she's great. She's great. I'm, I'm very fortunate. Yes, you are. They say in the, in the South, you married up, and I agree. No doubt about it. On Mrs. Mrs. Barrister here. We're talking with Matt Hermans. You notice I haven't chimed in at all about Texas Tech's wins. Well, there's a reason for me not saying anything about that game because I didn't see it, Matt. Forgive me. And there's a, there's a reason I didn't see it. I was at a football game over the past weekend on Saturday when that game was played, and I followed your great advice and went to a Memphis eatery that you've bragged about. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about this and the amazing, amazing feeling I got this morning when I jumped up on the scale and something just made me feel oh so good. And I can't believe it. And we're going to talk about it when we come back here on the Y'all Show as the Barbecue Barristers Report continues. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. User get up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricted supply. See dealer for details. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. Right now, get your first month supply for free. All you pay is just $5 for your medical consultation when you go to 4 slash play. After that, it's just 30 bucks for a month's supply. Sure beats paying big bucks for just one blue pill, doesn't it? Plus, you won't need an awkward in-person doctor's appointment to get the prescription. Hims has doctors online who can prescribe the medication, and a pharmacy sends it right to your door. It's affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To get your first order for just five bucks, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com slash play. That's 4hems.com slash play for your first month for just five bucks. 4hems.com slash play. We got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know it just 
It's the final segment of today's Y'all Show with the General John Rawl. We've got the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hearman's on with us. We're talking barbecue. We're talking basketball. But, Matt, I've got to tell you that I did not see Texas Tech win this past Saturday and move on to the Final Four because I was watching the Memphis Express and the Orlando Apollos play in Memphis in an Alliance of American Football contest of which the great Johnny Manziel got a concussion in that game, and I know you just have to be heartbroken because of that. The great Johnny Manziel, yeah. Well, he was uh, certainly great at Texas A&M. There's no doubt about that. So uh, uh, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's very cool. In fact, I watched a little bit. Uh, we talked about it earlier. I watched a little bit of the end of that game uh, and parts of it on, uh, on YouTube as well. Of course, I was watching the basketball game, but I came back – after I realized you were at the game, and I looked at a little bit of it, it seemed uh, it had some interesting parts in it. Yeah, it was a weird, crazy, wacky ending. If you go to YouTube, that's one positive thing about the Alliance. If you search Alliance of American Football or AAF on YouTube, you can find all their games, at least kind of a condensed version. And that game between Memphis and Orlando was crazy, crazy, crazy. First off, it started raining right in the last couple of minutes. Orlando came back from about a nine-point deficit, won the game. It was an ugly ending. The N-word was shouted out over the intercom, and uh, everybody in the stadium heard it right wow. when the game ended. It was it was bizarre, but it's the kind of thing maybe this league needs. They need a, a jump start. In fact, Eminem, you know, you're a big Eminem fan, right? Oh, yeah. He came, yeah, yeah. He came out sure. last week and said that this league needs fights, and this kind of was a, at least a heated battle, maybe not so physical, but – it was a it was a fun time. Now, Matt, the reason I bring up that game is because I was at the game, so I didn't see Texas Tech play. And then I also followed your advice and went to the barbecue shop in Memphis after the game and celebrated a Orlando Apollo victory there, uh, and, and 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 just had a good time there. But I wanted to, I wanted to bring up today on the y'all show with my great celebration of Q and football, which is it's hard to do have football and barbecue in March and April, but thanks to this new league, you can do just that. Matt, I splurged. I actually went back and listened to your February 12th interview here on the Y'all Show where you talked about the barbecue shop in Memphis. Wow. And and when my waitress came to ask for my order, I said, excuse me, ma'am, could you come back in a minute? I pulled up the Y'all Show archives, and I listened to your lovely voice at the table there in Memphis, and I heard exactly what you told folks oh on this show to order. You said that you got the ribs, dry ribs, and you got barbecue spaghetti, and that's exactly oh, what yeah, I ordered. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, I always feel, uh, when I make a recommendation like that, I always feel a little bit of responsibility. I hope people like it i mean i like it but i hope other people like it and i hope you liked it 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 was good it's not going to be the last meal i have before they put me in the death uh sentence in the electric chair but it it, it, (laughs) it's it's at least one that i will consider but i good that's pretty good i i definitely pigged out and here's the reason i bring this up today matt 
I have been trying to be a better kid here in 2019 when it comes to my food intake and my liquid intake. And I've lost uh, 16, 17 pounds. Well, because I was a bad boy Saturday and I pigged out there and I've done some other dumb things in the last couple of days, food wise. When I jumped up on the scale this morning, I actually had been I'm further down than I've been all year. I I was very excited. I actually lost two pounds in the last week. So, hey, there was no guilt. There was no shame. I can go eat a big old meal of barbecue and, and ribs and barbecue spaghetti there in memphis and and still lose weight now what a deal wow yeah so so what what i guess breaking news on the show is uh that you know barbecue makes you lose weight i mean i don't think it's scientifically proven well you proved it there or i proved it and and that's what i want to ask matt are there ways when we eat barbecue to not get uh chunky are there some tips yeah. to, to not yeah. getting overweight when you eat barbecue? I mean, there's no rule that says you can't eat barbecue and still be healthy, right? Absolutely not. In fact, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you're a if you're a fan of the low carb keto diet, I mean, barbecue is for you. So, uh, but yeah, there, of course, there there are things that you've got to avoid. So, uh, you know, you can't be eating the bread, you can't be eating the garlic bread or the Texas Toast that comes with the barbecue. Gotta go really. Uh, easy c- on confession, top. confession. They give you four pieces there. I ate, uh, I ate three of the four because it was so good. It was great. So I, good. I hate to give you a, a tribute in your native state, but it was great Texas toast with butter all over it, and it was so good. And I just couldn't pass yeah, it up. It, it really is one of the best, best things. But yeah, that's the, yeah. You know, Texas toast was invented in New York. You know that? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's invented by the New York Bread Company. They call it Texas Toast just because it's big. So that's kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, that's neither, that's neither here nor there. No, but, that's important. Uh, that's the kind of stuff we need from you, Barrister. <laughs> yeah, extremely high-level information here. So, yeah, if you can eat barbecue, if you can just eat the meat and keep the sauce low and keep the bread out of your mouth, then uh, that's a perfect low-carb or keto uh, type of meal for sure absolutely now here oh, at at, no, this, at this particular venue in memphis barbecue shop a place you are high on by the way i love they, it yeah i love it they I, I followed your advice i got the ribs dry and i guess is that the more common way to eat ribs in memphis or are wet ribs more common in memphis oh i would say i would say largely the uh the uh, poster child for memphis ribs are dry just like that although okay. You can get them. You can get them wet, obviously. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think the dry is, is what's unique. Uh, unique Memphis. Yeah. Well, this particular place on Madison Avenue in sort of the Midtown area of Memphis, as we've talked about before, barbecue shop. And I don't know why they're not sponsors of the show. They should be. I don't either. They should be. You're right. They should sponsor you at, at life. Everything you do. This is Matt <laughs> Hermans, and I'm brought to you by the barbecue shop in Madison you know Avenue, what? Memphis. I do it. Uh, I, do it. I, I, I was a little taken back and in a positive way, Matt, with the sauce there. It's kind of a reddish yellowish sauce that they put on their very barbecue. unique. It's very unique, wouldn't you say? Yeah. 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 Good. It's good, yeah. but it's it, it yeah. didn't have the dark uh, kind of maroon color that you're used to seeing at a lot of oh. mid-south barbecue joints. That's true, and it's it's very um it's very savory. It's not very sweet. It's got a little hint of sweetness, but it's Real tangy and uh, very savory. Now they have a, uh, which I, I mean I like it. I like that. Uh, 
I, I, I tend to like their sauce quite a bit. They have a hot sauce, which is extremely hot, that uh, comes in a red bottle, you know, shocker, that it's in the red bottle like flames. But um, <laughs> uh, it's really good. It's really good. Um, just a little bit, though. I mean, if you don't like hot, you know, Memphis, we've talked about that before. Memphis does hot barbecue sauce very well, and theirs is probably the hottest. It's extremely hot, but it's, it's also very good. But I would say, you know, heat warning for for people who don't have mouths made out of uh, steel, you know. But, uh, yeah, their, their sauce is pretty unique there. I like uh, I like a little bit. You know, I like to get my ribs there uh, dry, and then every once in a while I may put a little sauce on a bite here and there just to change it up. But uh, really, really love their really love their barbecue well we're bragging on the barbecue shop in memphis because matt told me to go there it's also not far from the liberty bowl which is where the football game was played that's one reason i decided to go there on saturday afternoon the barbecue shop was voted number one ribs in america by the food network's top five restaurants so it's not just us bragging on this place the website is the bar dash b dash q shop Dot com. Just Google Barbecue Shop Memphis. You'll be able to pull it up. You can go online and order sauce and seasoning. But you better look closely, Matt, if you want one of those famous pigs, dancing pigs t-shirts, because I didn't even see one in the building on Saturday. They can, uh, I've been there before when they were fresh out. They've sold out. Okay. Uh, luckily, I got one myself. But uh, I've been there before when they are, they are out. People come in, you know. Uh, come into town and want to try it out and take a shirt with them so yeah yeah, the supply sometimes doesn't keep up with the demand and thanks to their great food and all the barbecue restaurants of the south that make healthy barbecue next time i go to the barbecue shop if i keep up this trend matt i'm gonna go from a double x down to maybe a small when i pick out my (laughs) t-shirt yeah it sounds like one meal at barbecue shop equals two pounds weight loss so (laughs) It's kind of the math I see coming together here. And it's also the home of barbecue spaghetti. Check it out when you're there, and you'll have a great time. Matt, thank you for the recommendation, and the check's in the mail headed your way. I will look for it. I'm glad you liked it, John. Yep, I liked it. And we like having you on, and we look forward to having you on next week with more Barbecue Talk. Matt Herman's the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Thanks again, and good luck to the Red Raiders and Guns Up. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, that will wrap up today's Y'all Show. We thank Mr. Hermans for his timely articles and opinion on all things barbecue. We'll be back right here tomorrow with more Y'all. Precious Harris will give us the latest in country music, and we'll have the ACC report from Jonathan Lifite. He's pretty high on the Virginia Cavaliers heading off to the Final Four. We'll have all that and more. You don't want to miss it. It's Y'all with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Opportunity doesn't really knock. It pops up, barges in, or runs by at 100 miles an hour. That's why Vistaprint is getting you ready to grab it with both hands. Head to vistaprint.com right now and get up to 40% off postcards, invitations, banners, everything you need to market your business. And as a bonus, save up to 50% on every business card we make. So grab this opportunity to get up to 50% on business cards and up to 40% off everything else at vistaprint.com. Just use promo code SALE40. That's vistaprint.com, promo code SALE40. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? (sighs) 
Yep. Feel like racing? <laughs> hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed.